This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. You are listening to the Blockade Pinball Podcast. I am your host, Chris Freebus, aka Shut Your Trap. Joining me as always, halfway across the world, Jared Morgan. G'day, Chris. How you going, mate? Well, you know, I go. You go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd do like a typically a stra- stry and greeting for you today. Yeah, uh, try that yeah. on for size. Mm, that's right. Show you how it's done. We 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 can deal with that. Um, no, for me, it's uh, the the kid went back to school this week, so it's uh, getting into so, that. Yes. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely one of those numbers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, uh, I got a uh, I, I got an unexpected uh, message this morning, Jared. Mm-hmm. And with along that, it, it becomes we have a special guest. Ta-da! All right, so, cool. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna jump right into special guest who uh, was wanting to talk to us. This is Mart. With uh, he's the community manager for Magic Pixel. Hello, buddy. Um, thanks for having me today in your uh, your podcast. Absolutely. Hey, when somebody from a pinball digital pinball company uh, says, "Hey, I want to talk to you. I got things to talk about," and uh, you know, we're like, "Okay." Plus, we've been wanting to talk to the guys from Magic Pixel for quite a while. We've been um, usually doing a lot of. We, we usually do a question and answer with Salt um, there, and uh, of course, Salt isn't really comfortable coming on and talking in audio, so we always usually get a guest in to read the questions. <laughs> um, question and answer back, and it, it worked quite well. But we we've really been wanting to speak to someone from um, from uh, Magic Pixel, so it's so, great to have you on. Yes, it is. And uh, I'll just start with this question: one, yes or no? You're I got my body armor on. <laughs> What's that? I got my body armor on. <laughs> you get your body armor. Okay. Question one: <laughs> yes or no? You're here to announce that Magic Pixel has the licensing rights to Belly and Williams. No, we don't have it. Um, okay, question two, yes or no. <laughs> you know that somebody, and you know who it is, that has the rights to Belly and Williams. Uh, no, I did your okay, So, with that being said, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming on the show, Mart. We'll talk to you again later. No. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Oh yeah, well, like I said, we we've been we've been having fun with uh, well as much fun as we can in these mystery times. Um, so uh, what uh, what's on your mind today, there, Mart? You uh, mentioned something to me uh, about uh, Magic Pixel and the Zacharia Pinball app have recently launched on the Nintendo Switch. There you go. Ooh. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, that was quite a thing actually, because uh, you know it's it's a hot console or hot handhelds, as you can call it. You can travel with it, which I think gives uh, quite a few possibilities to people. You know, gaming at home and gaming uh, in traffic and gaming at vacation. And the numbers has been quite surprising because uh, this week also uh, Switch has beaten the uh, record on the free table on Steam. Oh wow! Well. Yeah, we're going to the Time Machine, who uh, is a free table, and you know, people submit scores there. They can try it out, see if they like it, just like affects us with the uh, Sorcerer's Lair table. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, this week uh, was something like 22,500 people that did try it on Steam. And then uh, the Switch just beat it at with uh, 23,000. And interesting enough, the Switch has been released for not even a month, and uh, Steam has been wrestling for two years. <laughs> That's really, really quick take up of a brand new release. You've got yeah. to be happy about that, Mark. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I'm quite interested in six months if we reach the 100,000. Mm. Well, certainly with a start like that, it's possible. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the like you said, it's it's a it's a great platform because it is mobile. And I know there's a lot of people that like playing their pinball uh, mobile. Yeah, but with the bigger screen and actually being able to use uh, controllers to you know do the flippers and still be mobile, I think it uh, definitely plays up its advantage. Um, is is it currently just a landscape mode uh, pinball, or is it also portrait? Yeah, we uh, we launched it with portrait mode. You know, for those who don't know what it is, it's a you know, rotated ninety degree screen. 
Um, so that's their bear since the beginning and for the switch is quite ideal as well. And also in the next update, which is uh, probably end of this month, August, a little bit begin September, we're launching a new update. And then we can also rotate the screen both directions, you know, clockwise and anti-clockwise. All uh, oh, right. And then you can use it for the uh, flipping grip. Yeah, Jared, I don't know. We haven't talked about this, but uh, and I don't know if you're aware of this product. There was a Kickstarter. I think it's over now uh, for this thing called the flip grip. Oh, and okay. Basically a little cradle to put the switch into in portrait mode. And then the controllers would able to be locked in on the side. Um, oh, that's so awesome. That it's, so that it's totally in that configuration and yet you still get the, the buttons to be able to, to play with. Awesome. And it was oh, all man. of, I, well, I mean, I don't know what their final pricing is going to be, but I think in the uh, Kickstarter, you know, to purchase one, it was like 15 bucks. So it's oh, a totally reasonable. Uh, Shut up and take your money. Give me, give me portrait mode right now. That's yeah. such a bargain. Yeah. For getting that sort of, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm glad that you guys embraced that. And I'm, I'm almost positive that Zen has embraced it. I don't know if uh, Pinball Arcade, the way that theirs is, direction there rotates if it will be able to be playable on that too but i imagine it will be i know they've got portrait support in, in Pimbula they Arcade do have portrait Switch, support where they've got but, the uh the extra flip grip support is well is what it is though, the the controller has to be flipped a certain 90 degrees Way. to to allow for the ports to be accessible uh, uh still while in the flip grip right so so if the if the if Pimble Arcade or Zen don't care which direction you flip it, that it works either way, um, then it won't be an issue. But if it's locked into a certain 90-degree rotation, then that's where it'd be an issue. So, Mark, with the, the flip grip, well, this is, the, of course, the first time I've heard of it because I'm not actually a Switch gamer, but is there an SDK that you need to develop against for that particular controller? Or is it just sort of it's all catered for within the basic mapping for the controllers on Switch? Um. I wouldn't know that answer because I haven't mm. played the Switch version yet. I focus mostly on PC. Okay. But uh, yeah, and another thing also that's uh, that's coming for the Switch is a little bit um, into this month. We're getting also an update as well, and then we're also trying to finish the collection that we have on Steam. You know, right. release them in in the Steam. You have these uh, bundles. You know, the gold pack, the the silver pack, and the silver pack is like all the EM and the Solid state machines. Yep. And then the gold pack is then uh, the same, but with the bronze pack. And the bronze pack is uh, where you can unlock all the settings. You know, yeah, so, right. So. All the operator settings, so you can control everything without yeah. each game. Yeah. But for the switch, it went a little bit different. We got there a couple of packs, like EM pack number one and EM pack number two. And mm -hmm. yeah, we're we're adding that end of this month with a bunch of uh, EM machines. And some remakes. So, yeah, I think there's something like uh, 12, 14 tables coming uh, end of this month. Now, let's talk about those remakes because coming from mobile, I was on Android um, for a long time. Of course, with with your focus on Steam, the Android has sort of not really had too much love recently. And, and I've recently got onto Steam. Uh, I've got a, a Windows 10 computer that can run it now. And I thought, oh, I'll just download Zachariah and see what it's like. Um, I didn't. I have any unlocks or anything for it, but um, I thought, oh, they're usually pretty good. I can usually try all the tables out. And then I saw these remake tables and <laughs> I was kind of blown away by what you guys have done over there with those. They are yeah. fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. It's, yeah. funny, it's funny too, Jared, that you say that because um, uh, Mark was able to hook me up with uh, with tables today. And so I was going through and I and he hooked me up with two of the remakes. And so yeah. I looked at what do you reckon? One, of them, one of them was Space Shuttle was the title of it. I played that first. I went, check this out. There's like, you know, wireframe ball trails. Yeah. And, and the flipper does where the flipper placement was is I'm just going to call it European because it's very <laughs> reminiscent of some of the earlier Zen tables where they placed flippers. And I thought, oh, wow, that's really interesting. Okay. I was like, guy, if I had have known that Zachariah tables were like this, I, you know, I probably would have been more interested in playing them. So then I go and I play the original version of Space Shuttle. And mm. it's not even remotely, remotely. close. <laughs> and I was like, well, wait, a, where did this one come from? And, and, and Mark, you basically told me that this is the designers having fun at, at Magic Pixel. Absolutely. Um, I think one of the few elements is that, uh, you know, the art on the play field, that's a little bit similar. Yeah. 
still mm. different because you still need to draw your you know your elements of your game right mm. and then you have the uh you know the, the back glass which is mostly the same and there might be some uh, sound effects you know that are a little bit similar and intended but otherwise there's also an uh you know custom uh ost a soundtrack that's there mm -hmm. and um yeah developers just go nuts <laughs> because this, there was a little bit of problem that we saw as well in the long run is that you know when you got games like effects 2 and arcade there's a a lot of fancy design and when you get to these em machines there's a lot of people who get a little bit bored of it you know it's, yes. too, mm. it's, it's a certain simple. breed that likes those tables and it's not necessarily the uh the youth of today <laughs> no true and i think also uh you know a lot of people it, it grows on them as well so they say yeah. oh this table is mm. boring we'd actually play it like oh this actually it's pretty cool actually and they start to create a certain love for pinball because you feel off solid state machines you're gonna love other stuff as well you know because you're yeah, I think the basics. Now, I noticed one other uh, feature while scrolling around there that apart from the remakes, there's also these things called their retro tables. Now, is that also the designers having fun? A little bit, yeah. I mean, um, you could almost call them demakes. I mm -hmm. they, they go a little bit down. But uh, yeah, very old school tables. And um, yeah, the way it works is that if you own a DLC, let's say, uh, you know, for example, Farfalla, you get the retro version for free. So it's ah. also at the thanks to the owners for their loyalty. But again, and, it's uh, not that it's not that's not a recreation of a real table. It's just uh, designers basically turning it into a true EM. Yeah, it's just um, you know creating a simple version and uh, having a little bit of fun. And of course, at every table, there's always uh, achievements as well, and yeah. uh, people love getting those. Mm. I was also quite surprised at. Uh, you know, last time I had looked at the the Zachary Pinball, the UI was kind of uh, sketchy to, to to look at and get through, and so I was quite <laughs> surprised to see how it's all very much organized. But the level of like customization you can do on these things is nuts. It's it's unbelievable. Huh? <laughs> Your I mean, engine that you use is is incredible with the amount of tweaks you can do, both graphically and. And just gameplay wise, it's a I very mean, you can powerful change, you engine. You can change rubber color. I mean, if you so desire, yeah. you can change the the color of the wood. Um, you know, you can Carpet. determine <laughs> you can determine if you want playfield glass on or off, and if you have it on, how many fingerprints are on it? Uh, is it scratched? <laughs> you know, um, you can even turn on the uh, the this table is beat to hell feature. <laughs> you know, it's just like, wow, everything in the kitchen sink is thrown in on this. Yeah, there's a lot of options. And, um, you know, sometimes just good because people, uh, I know we're, we're in 2018, you know, and if you look back to the machines back then, uh, they were fun. And, you know, I think it's time to step up the game a little bit, you know, let's yeah. see uh, what yeah. people can make of it. And uh, I'll bring another topic up regarding that a little bit later. But, uh, yeah, also the lighting. People love that stuff, you know, where they can... I mean, there's the uh, the white, the R RGB, which is uh, mm -hmm. red, green, and blue. And then you also got an option with colors, and people also love to play around with that. You know, having a complete green table, for example, and <laughs> yeah, try that stuff. So essentially, yeah, people... people who would actually own, because I know a, a few people here in Australia that actually own Zacharia tables and have them out on location in a few of our barcades here, and it would be for those people who own tables or aspire to owning them it would be that ability to swap out the LEDs like they would on their own tables and theme the, the, the table to their heart's desire. It just, it really is almost like having it in your lounge room, the, the pinball machine with the amount of customization you can do. It's great. I just laugh because it's not like, you know, Zacharia tables are lacking in color. <laughs> they, pretty, they are they're, rainbows. They're pretty much vomiting of every color in the rainbow. Um, it's psychedelic art left and right. Yeah, actually, some, some people played far fun in real life. Actually, put their sunglasses on when they played. <laughs> <laughs> it is a visually intense. Let's put it that way. Table. <laughs> so one of the tables that I, I was just trying to sample around from um, <laughs> was with uh, Space Shuttle and playing the uh, solid state version. And I, I started playing, I went, wait a second, this sounds very familiar. Played a uh -huh. little bit more, I'm like, <laughs> okay, who went and stole the firepower sound effects? Cause uh -huh. that is exactly <laughs> what's playing in this thing. <laughs>
I think that was a tradition though back then, wasn't it, Mark? The the Zacharia team in Italy, they they were essentially taking a lot of the Belly Williams tables, even the the circuitry, I think, and re-engineering it and taking all the sound samples out and just doing their own thing. Back in the days where licensing and copyright were a little bit gray. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean um we're now busy with an um an EM machine from the seventies. It's called mm. Top Hand. And uh, yeah, if you look at those picture shop, you actually see some of the artwork from Williams and you know the square <laughs> parts, that kind of stuff. And uh, I don't I don't know wh where we're going for yet. You know what's the final design for for Top Hand will be? I think it will be very tuned to the Sakara direction at Williams because the people are going to get two crazy ideas when they play it, it's like uh, hey, they got the license back or something like that. Yeah. And uh, mm. but yeah, that's uh, that's a, that's the last EM machine we're going to do Top Hand. Okay. And, I had um, heard. Uh, oh, go go ahead. If you have more pinball to talk about, please do. <laughs> yeah, and uh, this is also maybe an answer to uh, to a question I get also quite often, and that there is quite a few tables we haven't added yet. Oh, and one of those tables is called Ski Jump, and it looks a lot like the Winter Sports table. So, what you notice is that there's a lot of tables out there that are almost exactly the same, but they got a different name. Oh yeah, reskins. They're being yeah, reskins, yeah. Yeah, a little bit different backless art, uh, a little bit different design, but uh, it's not entirely sure we're gonna go for that because uh, they're so similar. So we, I don't think yeah. a lot of people will find a reason to buy them. And uh, another reason is that we have these bundles, and they only become more expensive. Right. When you add more tables in, and if you exactly. have a lot of tables that are the same, it sort of it, it makes it harder to sell, doesn't it? Exactly. So uh, I don't think we're going uh, to do that. But that was um, so common. Yeah, there's oh. still one uh, EM that is actually left that we might do, and that's called uh, New Stars Phoenix, hmm. which is uh, I think '87 where it comes from, and it's a sort of uh, modern version of it. Oh, okay. A bit more of a version. There's an extra flipper there, and uh, we might do that one actually. Yeah. Because it's different enough that it's it's more it's more acceptable to actually buy it again. Yeah, it is because uh, mechanical it's also different, and then and then for mm. some people there's a switch you know going on like okay this is a little bit different. Yeah, this is actually worth uh, my pocket money. Yeah, that's fair enough too. Mm. It was funny, wasn't it, when they when they were back in that era of pinball, they even Gottlieb were notorious for it. They would take a playfield layout and just do three or four graphical iterations on it so they could keep selling them. Um, <laughs> when, when the appetite for new machines was so high that they basically had to be turning out tables every couple of months to satisfy the operated demand for them. Hmm. Or so, they you know, go, well, hey, the previous version was only one player. Now you can do two player. Hey, look at this. It's now four player. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> It's essentially their version of the pro premium and LE. Right. Because <laughs> how many versions of uh, Eldorado they put out? Wasn't it something like seven? Six, six or seven. Yeah. 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 That was a very popular layout, that one. <laughs> a layout that I just happened to have played last week, and we'll discuss that a little bit later. Um, okay. Hey, Mart, I've heard rumor. Maybe you have, uh, have more to say about this, but I've heard rumor that Zachariah is actually working on a pinball creation program. Is that true? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, basically a table editor, as they say. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And um, actually, there's already a small part released. There's a DLC. It's called the uh, the artwork editor. And in, oh. it's, it's a very simple version. You can change, you know, some, uh, you put some textures on it, you know, some pictures, and you can change some colors. Uh, there's a default layout that you use. But uh, that's about it for that specific part. You can't, you can't really, you know, move bumpers around that kind of things. But right. uh, that's still in the progress. I mean, the editor is still, uh, you know, being made. It just hasn't gone that far because uh, you know, we're checking that kind of interest we get when yeah. we release. So we released a small DLC to see, you know, people's interests. Uh, but at the same time, we're just uh, getting smashed with all these requests, you know, <laughs> from people. And you know, I. You know, other people want it for the Xbox and PlayStation. People say, you know, bring it to the PlayStation as well. And then the mobile audience comes with a car, saying, you know, yeah, we want it too. And so there's there's a lot to do. So it, it's it's on hold, but it's uh, it's definitely something we like to do. 
We know that uh, Magic Pixel is a small studio, but uh, you know what is when we say small, how many uh, people would you say that are uh, working in that company? Uh, I think roughly uh, you know four to six people. Okay, four yeah. to six people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like to wow because like uh, uh, Farsight, we're talking about it's twenty to twenty five people. Um, you know, give or take, depending. But uh, many of them are now working on other uh, non-pinball-related titles, so their pinball division, if you will, is uh, smaller. Um, mm -hmm. Comparing that to Zen, who we have heard, they have a team of roughly twenty again, twenty twenty-five people that are purely dedicated to the pinball side of things, mm -hmm. and then there is an additional twenty-five people just within the company. Uh, doing other stuff that can be pulled in and out of pinball stuff. So it's 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 kind of interesting to see where uh, sizes of companies, so that people can also you know realize that hey you know output is going to be limited because of <laughs> how many hours in the day there are for the people that we have. Yeah, so. and and sometimes uh, you know sometimes for certain jobs like uh, you know take for example three D modeling, you, you mm -hmm. don't need constantly three D model. 3D models at you, you know, you see, you make a table and you create two or three D models. So sometimes we also, you know, uh, hire people for a certain time that we mm -hmm. need them. And then, um, you know, so there's, there's also a little bit of that going on as well for certain jobs. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So sometimes we hire also people for a certain time and, and then, yeah, they do what they do. And then, uh, we hire again, some other people. So, you know, there's a stable crew and there's an additional crew that helps, uh, when we need it. Yeah. And uh, I noticed it, and I'll just confirm it, but uh, Zachary Pinball can also be put into cabinet mode, correct? Yeah, and we also have cabinet support in the game. Okay. Uh, there's There might be still things added to that. You know, the cabinets uh, owners often have a lot of wishes. Yeah. I know mm -hmm. that uh, there's a tool out there where you can, you know, put those animations from the game, the DMD animations, onto your DMD display. Yes be some requests for that and yeah i think we might work on that as well but yeah well, definitely you guys, cabinet. you guys need a uh you know to talk to the boys over at arcuda oh we know the people to talk to uh, <laughs> all right yeah, yeah. <laughs> um get as many getting many licensed things onto that uh, machine as possible yeah, um, it's pretty good <laughs> uh is there any other uh news of things that are being worked on within the uh, the project. We're, we're so excited to hear that, like we'd mentioned this a couple podcasts ago, that it was like, whatever happened to Zachary? And then somebody emailed us and was like, um, no, it's alive and well and pumping out machines. Um, <laughs> that's yeah. We were like, what? And then we found out all yeah. about all the remakes and stuff. And it was like, oh, hey, look at that. They're, you know, we figured that once they were done with those, what, how many, how many actual Zachary machines were produced? Uh, different titles. Do you know off the top um, of your head? Yeah, you're probably gonna go to uh, 39, I think, because um, I mean, I think the Steam store says something like 36 or 37, yeah, which is quite tricky because there's two versions of Pinball Champ, 82 and 83. Um, that's also becoming remotely inaccurate because we have released uh, Tropical, uh, Granada, and Top End are coming. So those are three uh, very old EM machines. They were okay. quite quite uh, one of the first machines, so they were very rare to, uh, to you know to collect your materials from. Yeah, mm. and then we still have that new Stars Phoenix. So yeah, I think we're probably around thirty nine forty actually. Yeah. Okay, because I know that when we the the last time we had sent questions to Zolt, uh, basically the collection had been finished, and so that's where we were like, oh well, what are they going to do now? And I said, so <laughs> finding about the remakes, and now I'm noticing that they had done these retro tables. It's like, oh, they're just they're just having fun now. <laughs> it's like, well, no, we're not gone. We're just kind of uh, amusing ourselves with what we have and, uh, you know, showing experimenting. what we Yeah, experimenting. We got this great physics engine and uh, this, this game platform to uh, to do with, so we're not stopping. So, no, it's exciting to hear that. Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, there's really a bunch of work left. I mean, um, I just changed the banner on Facebook this week that uh, there's a new mobile app coming in 2018. Oh, great. That'll make all the and, Android and iOS people very happy. Yeah, uh, not sure everybody agrees with that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that... It's, uh, it's, it's a new one, isn't it, altogether? It's not the same um, uh, package name that's on correct. all the app stores. Yeah, correct. It's an entire new app, and that also has to do because the, 
the engine has changed entirely. You know, there's a lot of different yes. things running. So if you, if you're gonna put that uh, old app on, you upgrade it. You're gonna have an, uh, a lot of people who can't actually run the game anymore because you know their their mobile is old, mm. and the specifications are that old that it doesn't work anymore for them. So you were forced a little bit to uh, to make a new app. But the there's also a good part about that is that um, you know there's more tables. There is uh, a better engine. New remakes, but also you can think about that. Uh, you know what we're trying to do is let all the platforms run the same source code. Yes, uh, one build, and if we make uh, fixes for Steam, that's going to go to the Switch a couple weeks later, a couple weeks related to the mobile, and so on. So all the platforms are getting the same kind of uh, updates. Wow, that's excellent! Like unifying yeah. the source code for this sort of thing is. It allows you guys or any studio really to rapidly release and not have so much technical debt as well, which is the killer normally with software and games. So that's so good to hear. Yeah, and um, so we're planning 2018 to get that uh, new app running. Wow, that's going to be excellent. Yeah, it's going to well, be quite a big thing for us. And also, um, uh, you know, with the Switch as well. So we plan to, uh, to release the updates uh, for every platform as well. You know, Steam will be the main one that's going to get first because it's an uh, it's a platform that we well we always did first, but also we get feedback a lot from the people. All right. And uh, you know, Steam discussions and while Switch and mobile people, you don't always get to uh, communicate so close with people and directly. And uh, so Steam is a really good platform to uh, to get some feedback. You know, so we make people... a new patch. Oh, sorry. Uh... If, if people do want to actually give you feedback, what's the best way on Steam to do that? Do they open up a, a forum post or do they use Steam chat to do that? Um, well, they usually open something in the forum, uh, mm -hmm. you know, if they have a bug or something to discuss. But um, you can also go to our Facebook page. This is something we have been doing the last months. And because we came to the point, especially with the mobile one, that's we got different audience, you know, the Steam audience, this Switch audience, and Facebook is a very general place to put them all together, and where everybody can send a message, even if you don't own the game yet. Right, that's great. Yeah, so we've been really active on Facebook, and it's uh, just a carry pinball. So if you, um, you know, if you want to check out, check it out there. We also host uh, small prize competitions because we made these little uh, mini play fields of uh, wood with plexiglass. And oh, we sometimes really? also do, uh, yeah, I mean, you should join it. We uh, we host competitions and uh, people can win stuff there as well. I saw that uh, you release a, a, an answers video um, to all the uh, the, the game, uh, the competition questions. I, I stumbled across that the other day. I don't know how I did, but yeah, I, I saw it. <laughs> it must be on Twitter, actually, I think, because I, okay. I subscribed to you on Twitter and I think you cross-posted onto Twitter. I thought, oh, this is interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it's um, it is really fun. We also have um, you know, sometimes some DLC stuff where we give for free, and yeah, there's lots of stuff going on. We try to share as much as possible on Facebook. That we got mm. uh, one or two times news per week. Oh, great! So well, uh, I'll yeah. make sure to link it in the show notes for you. To yeah, we want to make track. sure that people know where to uh, to approach you. Like I, I had mentioned uh, when I was talking to to Mark earlier that um, you know the the Zacharia threads in the digital pinball fans forum uh, have, have been kind of anemic and uh, not yeah. much been going on there. And now we kind of know why, because they're over on Facebook. <laughs> we should put so, some, yeah. we should put links back to the Facebook area to encourage people to get on, get involved over there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're quite responsive there. I mean, so far we got a hundred percent response radio. <laughs> we're, mm. we're constantly growing. We're trying to keep up with that too. Really, everybody's uh, questions because sometimes a little bit annoyance what you see with the big companies. They get too big, and um, you only get announcements on these fake boost Facebook pages. Yeah, yeah. But it's we still try to answer. Yes, it's a little bit unpersonal. I still try to answer every question we get there. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, yeah, that is. Um, well, hey, uh, we really appreciate you uh, coming on here and let us spend some time talking to you about. Uh, about Zacharia Pinball and Magic Pixel in general, and uh, you're more than welcome to to come back on any time when you know when you get closer to that mobile release. Please, uh, you know, oh, drop absolutely. some and you can drop back in and uh, let us know what's going on with that too. Yeah, and maybe uh, next time I'll come with some news about the Xbox because That's... we're also busy with that. Absolutely That'd be wonderful. 
Yep. Anytime. You're more than welcome. Thank you so much, Mart. Uh, Mart, community manager for Magic Pixel. Go say hi to him on uh, Facebook. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, I'll see you guys next time. Okay. Bye-bye. See Take you, care. Mark. Bye-bye. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, unexpected announcement. See, this, this is why we don't plan anything for a show. Because right. we just have to cancel it. <laughs> yeah, we would. We'd have to cancel it, and it'd just be very difficult and awkward. But having no show plan makes it very easy to pivot. <laughs> Massively easy. <laughs> so, so Jared, I mentioned uh, uh, I, I actually got my hands on, like I said, a uh, one of those reskins of of El Dorado the last week because I mm. played in my Orange County Pinball League. Oh yes, and the one of the four tournament tables was called Solar City. Ah, uh, yes. One of the two-player uh, reskins of that. So Solar City is an EM, isn't it? Yeah, it's an EM. Mm. And strangely enough, and I, for somebody that's not a fan of EMs, I do remarkably well on them in tournament mm. setting. I don't understand how that is, but I do. Um, and this one, because I actually kind of knew where to expect the ball to go, it, it helped. And I, I posted a pretty decent score compared to what other people were posting. But I did not make the top three of that table, which is what you... So I think I've explained it to... We have a new format where uh, four tables are selected. You play all four tables. Um, and then from there, it's whoever is the in the top three they make it to the uh, semifinal round of tournament play. Uh, and then they also look at the 100,000th uh, score, uh, which is difficult on an EM because there is no 100,000. <laughs> yeah, it, it rolls, basically. Yeah, when it's a five-reel table. Um, they, but they found it. They figured out a way to do it. But basically, it's whoever has the highest 100,000th uh, point, then they get the what you might call the wild card fourth spot. Right. Um, so anyway, I didn't. I didn't make it on that table, which I thought I, I was kind of glad I didn't. But I was like, man, I actually might make it. Um, the other tables that we played were uh, trying to think here: uh, Ghostbusters, mm, Frankenstein, and uh, Flash Gordon. So mm. Flash Gordon ate me alive. I as it normally does. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was just like <laughs> it's a stupid. Table. Yeah, stupid how fast I was done playing that. And uh, Frankenstein, I had really good games practicing. I thought, okay, I've got this. Oh, I got this in the bag. Go to play a tournament. And it was like, bip, 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 tum, done. I'm like, what the heck happened? Oh, yes. Yeah, um, it's nothing worse than that. Yeah. And then, uh, and so then the, I'm trying to think, maybe it wasn't Frankenstein. No, I'm like going, wait. Was it Frankenstein? I don't know. I was over and done with it so fast. I don't even remember if that was indeed the table. I'll have to look it up later. Um, yeah. But then I played Ghostbusters and I had a killer game on Ghostbusters and I oh, don't yeah. have killer games on Ghostbusters. Um, in in that setting, I scored, uh, what was it? 104, 106 million, something like that. Right. Um, which was respectable enough to get me into the final or the semifinals on that table as the number one scorer. Right. Okay. So this was after you going, oh, I never do. I'm just, you know, phoning it in when I right. do the, uh, the tournaments and then you get into the top one. <laughs> now, that being said, I have made it to the semifinals platform before and promptly got my butt handed to me and, and exited. Yeah. So I was like, oh, great. I get into this on a pure fluke and now I'm going to have to, you know, hold up my end of the bargain. Right. And yeah. I proceed to wipe the map <laughs> <laughs> with, with a score and posts 103 million dominating the next closest score to me on the table was like 27 million whoa okay so so laying that smack down on ghostbusters right? i'm like and i'm like i'm doing the the old thing i don't know guys i'm sorry i'm stomping on you but it happens i have no idea how this is happening <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing i'm just having a really excellent ball um you, you must have uh, done the classic just shoot the flashing things that's stern and pretty much too. pretty much i i somehow kept on managing to hit super jackpot uh um, all the time during yeah. multiple <laughs> so oh, yeah that'll do it yeah that'll do it um so that put me into the finals, which we were playing Flash Gordon. I went, oh, good God. 
<laughs> oh, jeez. I'm just like, of all the of the th- four tables that you could pick, thanks. Um, wow, great. I'm looking forward to this like a punch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I hop on that thing, and I'll be damned if I didn't take pl- second place and only lost by 25,000 points. <laughs> really? Yeah. You found out how to play it. Just didn't. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just you, you... the only thing that didn't happen was because what was happening, I was getting just cheap outlane drains prior. Mm. And I wasn't getting cheap outlane drains. And that was the that was the difference. Um so, and somehow Ten I was seven. holding on to bonuses and I don't know. I I still was flabbergasted that I actually scored what I scored. I I scored six hundred and seventy five thousand and that's first, pretty good on flash. First place took seven hundred thousand, and yeah, oh, and first place sense. it was his machine. <laughs> okay, right. Well, that's pretty respectable then. Yeah. Uh, very, very nice. Yeah. So you know, it was uh, it was impressive to me at least. I was. I yeah, was a- that's very good work. Well done. I um decided to. Uh, it was my birthday on Tuesday last um, last week or this week, um, and I didn't really get a chance to celebrate it on the day because I was uh, my wife was up in um, a, a township called Rockhampton, which is sort of up the northern part of Queensland. Okay, um, and it's a, about an hour and a half flight away. She was doing some um, consulting up there for a university, so I was home alone with the kids on my birthday. So uh, I. I you can't really do very much <laughs> when you're in that situation. <laughs> so I thought, okay, I'll just, I'll, I'll shift my birthday thing to when I'm back in the city because um, I went into work on Thursday again. And I thought, you know what? I'm close enough to Fortitude Valley from the CBD that I could just hop on a train and just quickly nick over to um, Netherworld for a bit of a, um, bit of a flip. And it turns oh, out you that you hate going to Netherworld. That's I really, I, I really hate it. It's, it's just a terrible thing to do. Um, and this particular time of year in Brisbane is when the um, the exhibition is on. And the exhibition is like a rural show that comes to the city um, and you have side shows and it's like a, a, a carnival affair, basically. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's it's mostly centered on agriculture and they have prizes for you know, knitting and cake making and all this sort of stuff and, you know, prizes for prize animals and stuff like that. So it's, it's one of those sort of agricultural shows, but it's pretty big. And most of the places in Brisbane do something for the exhibition. Like they'll, if it's, if it's a furniture shop, they'll have mad echo week sales and things like that, you know, they all cash in on it. And Netherworld was no different. So Netherworld uh, proximity wise to the exhibition, the, the exhibition is probably like a suburb away from Netherworld. Uh, It's within walking distance. So of course they're going to have a carnival themed week or two there. And they did it really well. What they had was, you could buy a show bag there and it was $15 and you got five tokens and uh, a little enamel pin and um, a uh, couple of these custom done pieces of art from their local artists and stuff like that for 15 bucks. So it was really good. Little tote bag you can put your coins in, which is really great. So I bought one of them and they have um, these uh, show themed um, meals going at the cafe. And one of them was a Dagwood dog dog. So a Dagwood dog for those people in the US, I think you guys call them Pluto pups over there. Yeah. Um, so they're basically the battered Savaloy in in like this thick batter around the around the outside of it. And so it was a, it was one of those the battered sausage in a hot dog with sauce okay. over the top and onions, and it was really really good. So I, I roped in one of my mates from work to come with me. So he's a he's a bit of a video fan. He actually builds his own video machines. Uh, video cabinets and stuff so uh he was really into the video games and um they had the carnival themed pinball so they had zacharia clown there which i'd never played before which is a lot of fun to play um they had circus voltaire which was which made me realize just how floating gross it is on the (laughs) pinball arcade um terribly floating gross on pinball arcade um and they also had Funhouse, which is obvious choice for a carnival themed yeah. um, thing. And what was the other one they had? I think they were the they were the four 
that were oh yeah that's right they were the, they were the ones that were actually carnival themed but they also replaced um well, lion they, they they didn't have uh comet or hurricane oh, yeah, they did or, they, oh, they, okay, they, thank they, you. they had hurricane that was the other one um <laughs> or comet no comet's the one with a little spinny thing in the back glass isn't it yes yes there was comet they had comet there as well so it was a cyclone. really good no, excuse me. no excuse me that would have been cyclone cyclone, cyclone. Has it was cyclone yeah. yeah so they had cyclone there as well generally so known as a, the 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 good one of the three <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right so it was a really good carnival lineup there that they themed but they also had um a table that i'd never played before which was an old 80s it was barracora yeah yeah, so I got to play Barracora for the first time, and um, it was quite fun, actually, um, as all those 80s uh, early solid states tend to be. Um, mm -hmm. So I really had fun playing that. Um, so it was a good, um, let's use scare quotes here, hour lunch <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I had on that day. Uh, uh, and I, yeah, I had a ball, basically. It was a great way to have a, a, um, a belated birthday. Nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. I uh, I realized that, yes, I was wrong. It was not uh, a Frankenstein because uh, I was like, I don't remember seeing that ugly model in the back. Uh, no, it was Tommy. Oh, Tommy. Yeah, right. That's very yeah. different, Chris. But, you know, slightly, <laughs> but, you know, how, you know how sometimes you just get that mental block and you're like, eh, something with flippers, something, something I don't. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was Tommy. Tommy. That's fun. I like Tommy. Like, if it's a, if you find a good one, it's a good game. Yeah, it's a decent game. I I honestly have no clue what was going on and how to do anything. And I never did get the uh, the blinder visor to to come up, which I was disappointed. I wanted to see it again, mm -hmm. um, but uh, it was a slightly it modded. It was a slightly modded Tommy because he had made the propellers spin, so that was cool. Oh, that's actually a factory feature. Mm, no. Yeah, I remember them spinning on the the one that was in the arcade back in the nineties when it was first released. Because he was Maybe saying that, that when he got it, it was there was nothing spinning, and that was the first thing he did to it was oh. make the uh, make the propeller spin. Interesting. Maybe I played on a prototype. Could be back in the day then. Because I, I distinctly remember the propeller spinning on the Tommy one that I was playing back in the nineties at play uh, playtime here in Brisbane. Yeah. So there you go. See, well, this, that's is, cool. this, this is why prototypes should just be made. <laughs> made. They should just be the thing. We should Those ignore things. the pillar of materials, that's ignore right. the cost, and just put well, some little well, motors. I'm talking about, you know, when, I, when it comes to, to digital versions, just do it. There are no costs, folks. There's no maintenance issue. There's nothing of that sort. Just put it in. <laughs> put it in and make it work digitally, which is basically no trouble whatsoever. Yeah. 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 But if you ever want to figure out what firepower plays like with drop targets, go play Space Shuttle in Zacharia because it's virtually the same layout and it oh, has really? drop targets. Well, that's what that I'm telling you. It was, I, I don't know why I didn't see it immediately, but it was yeah. the sound effects that hit me first. And then I looked and I went, wait a second, two angled banks of, but they're drop targets and behind it, uh, four pop bumpers. Hmm. <laughs> Look like anything you can think of. <laughs> wow, I have to go and check that out because I've always wanted to play. And um, it came out the same year. Yeah, so Zachary went, <clears throat> don't worry about that. Let's <laughs> just... We got this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. We're, we're not shipping these to America anyway. William Chicago, they'll never notice. They'll never know. <laughs> it's just Italian customers. It'll be fine. Exactly. This is fine. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> that era was so fun with with uh, with uh, let's just call them homages to other <laughs> pinball machines. <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those things that where would you rather have an homage to a pinball machine or do what uh, Gottlieb Premier did, which was an homage to the license that you couldn't afford? Yeah, and oh my god, <laughs> to the license. Yeah. I you think know, I'd rather have an homage. Just I think I'd rather have an homage too, because I really don't want to play that uh, Miami Vice wannabe table that they had, or the uh, what was the other another one of their wannabes, uh, their Top Gun wannabe table, um, oh, where it's like yeah. you looked at the black back glass art, and it was like a parody poster. <laughs> you just went, that doesn't look attractive at all. It just looks cheap and lame. <laughs> Yeah, like I think it was Operation Thunderbolt was the yeah. Top Gun 
Yeah. Sounds about that right. apparently, interestingly, in in Brisbane here, I had an operator who had that table and he said that was one of the most popular tables in gay bars that he ever put on location. <laughs> Operation Thunderbolt was an absolute hit in gay bars for him. Mm. He, he just like got so much money from them. Uh, from it so. well it reminds me also the i mean because the photography and the and the models that they hired were just low rent yeah and it <laughs> and it <laughs> but what rent. it reminded me ultimately of was straight to d uh straight to video uh movies the movie stuff oh yeah i mean it was virtually the same kind of of photography um you know, it was just like hard ticket to Hawaii, and it was just, you know these. <laughs> these not, they didn't get the they didn't get the Playmate models. No, they got the the low rent, uh, you know, penthouse models or whatever. You know, it was just like uh -huh. with just poor poor costumes that looked like they went to Goodwill and you know and found this something looks trendy. Uh, <laughs> Fashion designer from the late fifties. Oh, this is modern. Right, so so long as we can tease their hair to within an inch of its life and make it look big, yeah, we're good. This is fine. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. Slap that T-shirt and a and a sports coat on the guy and roll up his sleeves. He looks exactly like Philip Michael Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh dear. Yes. Uh, it's terrible. Just terrible. Yeah, give me homages any day. <laughs> Um, in the in the uh, fun of this week in Movie Pass. Oh yeah. Oh, I had to ask you. Speaking of Movie Pass, you were, did you go and see the Meg? Yes, I did. Oh, I want to ask. I posted you a review. I posted that. a review of it. I haven't read it. Please tell me what it looks bloody terrible. <laughs> okay, here's the, here's the deal. The uh, the trailer is exactly as advertised. Right. It is the epitome of a summer popcorn movie. It is big, dumb, loud, and wildly entertaining. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> um, wildly entertaining. That's it, a big It does not it. for an instant take itself uh, particularly seriously. It knows uh, it's kind of silly and it just runs with it. It doesn't even attempt to be scary. But at the same time, it does a really good job of doing thrilling scenes. Like, the other week I saw, uh, and I think I mentioned it I, again. I wrote it in a review, at least uh, the spy who dumped me. I said the action sequences were just like uh, great. Yay. Watch that happen. Mm, boy, that was thrilling. You know, I mean, it was just totally, <laughs> you know, it, it was just like things are happening and I could care less. Whereas yeah. this movie, there was moments where I was just like, I, I noticed myself kind of thinking, Wow, this really has me gripped. Like I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely excited about what's happening. You know, currently, um, what am I doing? <laughs> right? I mean, I was like, yeah. wow, they actually know how to kind of make a movie. Incredible. Um, but it's on the on the flip side, is by no means anything revolutionary. It's not bringing a single new thing to the table. It um, movies I thought about while watching uh, the Abyss. Because there's an underwater biology lab, and uh, there's the uh, hard-headed hero, uh, you know, that, that's going to save the day kind of thing. So on that aspect, remind me of the abyss. And then you've got the uh, rich billionaire and the prehistoric creature. So it had a little Jurassic Park going on with it. And then of course there's the obvious one, which is Jaws. And it essentially plays out as Jaws in reverse, meaning you start out on the big boat. And yes, they did get a bigger boat. Um, so they start out on the big boat, and then it winds up going to the beach, as opposed to starting at the beach and going on to the big boat. So it kind right. of kind of went in reverse. But um, no, if you just want some dumb, mindless entertainment, go for it. Um, there's there's it's the kind of movie that you know. You can go see it with your kid. You can go see it with your parents. You could go see it with your your doofed friends. You can go see it with your girlfriend. Um, everybody's gonna come out kind of basically smiling. It's one of those where you know it's it's the safe choice, if you will. Um, it's not gonna offend anybody, and everybody's gonna kind of be like, yeah, 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 that was fun to see on a big screen. But it's by no means anything that anybody's gonna be just like, oh my gosh, you've got to go see this. It's incredible. So there's there's that. Uh, but no, what I was going to say about with with movie passes, they've been 
uh, changing their policy pretty much every week. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that being a bit of trouble, eh? And, uh, well, yeah, they've been in a bit of trouble for a while. But last week, it was, there was only two movies per day that you could view, and it would change daily what those oh, were going to be. And then uh, then they announced their policy that there, there'll be more movies. There'll be like six movies per day that you can see. You're, you'll have a choice between. And those titles will rotate. This will allow them to have the blockbusters actually play for a day so that people can go see them. And there's now a website you can go to that tells you the schedule for the next two weeks of what day the movies are going to be available to see. So right. they've, they've pretty much taken the convenience factor right out of it. Yeah. <laughs> make, make it hard enough that people will stop seeing movies. Right. And we'll stop having to actually pay the, the movie theaters. For right. That. Making, right. They, they're not, they're not stopping people seeing movies. They're just making no. it overly difficult to work out how to do it. Precisely. Yeah. Um, now, I, I should also point out my Meg review has a bonus review hidden in it. Oh, okay. We'll have to go <laughs> check that out on our website. It, um, now, it's for a, a movie that came out last summer, which is Transformers The Last Night. Oh, right. Now, I enjoyed the first three Transformers. I enjoyed them enough that I actually own them. Oh, right. Okay. The one that came after that, Age of Extinction, was <sighs> kind of a bloated mess, and mm. I wasn't really like... It was just a exceedingly long movie that needed a heavy amount of trimming, and I was just kind of like, you know what? We're just this this playing more like a reboot than anything, but it's not really rebooting much, and so it didn't grab me. But all mm. the same, I was like, well, I want to check this one out, and it was you know available for free on the various streaming services, so I I gave it a watch. It is the most incomprehensible pile of crap I have watched in a very long time. Right, and I watch a lot of piles of crap. <laughs> this this thing literally makes no sense and I'm not even kidding you I was 20 minutes into the movie and my wife went wait this is a Transformers movie she was in the other room and not just then not really paying attention but she goes right. this is a Transformers movie and I go yeah and she goes are you at the end of it and I go no that was just the beginning she goes what the heck happened and I paused the movie and attempted to explain and I couldn't figure out I couldn't tell her what had actually it. happened I couldn't tell her so I start the movie, you know, just going again. She winds up coming in and starts watching it with me. We pause the movie literally three different times, look at each other and go, do you have any clue what's happening? And nope, not a clue. There is zero character development. Things just happen. You have no clue what is what or why or what anybody even wants. My wife goes, who the heck edited this? Well, the answer is six different people. And it, and it appears different to, people. And it appears wow. that they were all working on a different movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Something so, that I've I've seen happen, and if you've ever watched like uh The Dark Knight or you watched uh Dunkirk and you were watching it on Blu-ray, uh these were optimized for IMAX. Okay. And okay. so a lot of times that they filmed it with an IMAX camera. When those scenes, because they 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 almost never film an entire movie with IMAX. It's just too difficult, and uh, the cameras are loud. Um, so they'll do it for basically your action sequences or whatever. And so when those moments, you'll also you know go from a two four zero aspect ratio, you know, big mm. thick black bars on the top of the screen, to all of a sudden it filling up the entire screen. Oh, okay, okay. And so sometimes you'll see it dance back and forth, but it's not terribly distracting or anything. It's just kind of there. This movie danced its aspect ratio within the same scene and it used five different aspect ratios. <laughs> what? And the thing is, is sometimes it would be, okay, so you're looking at Marky Mark because that's who the star is, right? You're looking at Marky Mark. He's in 240 letterbox. Cut to the angle of whoever he's talking to. They're in full screen. Cut back to Marky Mark. He's now in 185 letterbox. <laughs> and you're like, what happened to the 240? I don't know. I mean, that's how back nuts crazy this movie is. Wow. And, and then as we're watching, at one point my wife goes, well, would I have had to have seen the previous movie? I go, I saw the previous movie and I have no clue what's going on. 
It just wow. by the time it finished, we were literally slack jawed and going, I want my hour and a half back. Uh, no, well, here's the beauty part. It ain't an hour and a half. It's two hours and forty minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you may find yourself, not you, Jared, but those listening, you may find yourselves going. Okay, I got to check this out for myself. You're going to hate yourself if you do that. You seriously <laughs> going to hate yourself. It is not worth your time. There is nothing of interest in the movie. Zero. Literally nothing. Um, no. Do not pass go. Do Don't. not collect. Don't. And, and here's the funny thing is people are going, well, I don't know if it was before the movie got released or immediately after it got released, but Paramount Pictures, who distributes the movie, canceled uh, the sixth movie that they were going to make. Right. And they went, well, instead we're making this Bumblebee movie, which is coming out at Christmas. And I thought, well, that's kind of an, before I had seen the movie, I thought, well, that's kind of odd. I wonder, it seems weird that they, they did that after watching this. I have absolutely no doubt. This is, <laughs> they went, Oh, I think it's jump the shark. The old legal sort of, uh, in, in, in my review, thing. I basically said Michael Bay took a shotgun to the head of the franchise, pulled the trigger, exploded his brain matter all over the floor, and then tried to piece it back together and call it a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and the point is that once you're soup, you don't get back to being solid matter. So no. unless um, you freeze. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the worst kind of train wreck because you were watching the train wreck and then you got hit by the train yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and then you became part of the train wreck. And then you became part of the train wreck. So. <laughs> wow. That sounds horrible. So, in other words, go and see the Meg. Yeah. Good times. Go and see the horrible Transformers bleh, movie. I'm telling you, it was, it was free on two of my services that I have. So and I don't recommend good? even wasting. I don't even, you know, I don't care that it's free. Don't, don't do it. Free folks. is too much. It's free is too much. To pay. <laughs> yes. They should be paying you as an apology for actually putting it on their service. <laughs> to watch this movie, you'll get a free rental. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, boy. So, okay, folks, um, we've wasted enough of your time, but Hey, you know what? You got a solid, solid half an hour of good stuff out of, uh, Mart from Magic Pixel. So again, thanks, Mart, for uh, for coming by and uh, gracing us with loads of uh, good info. I know, folks, it wasn't yeah. the info that you were hoping for. Uh, what can we tell you? Yeah. <laughs> Not much. Not much. You know. Um, but hey, why don't you uh, give us some shout outs and uh, communicate with us? We love that. You can most easily do that by uh, going to Twitter and looking up at Blockade, that is our show, and you can drop us a private message there. If you feel like interacting with myself or Jared personally, you can do that by going to at Shut Your Traps on Twitter or at Jared Morgs. That's how you do that. If you have a long essay that you would like to uh, communicate to us, show ideas or anything of that nature, you can also reach us by email. That would be blah, blah, blockade. Ah, oh, shoot. I botched it. I'm like, er, brain fart. <laughs> Jared, please. Blah, 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 Kate at gmail.com. Thank you, because then I was thinking about our website, which is where you can go to read show notes and timing notes and uh, see lots of pictures that Jared posts uh, that relate to things that we were talking about in the show. That would be blockadepinball.com slash episodes. Yep. Or... You can do exactly what Mart did to me this morning, which was I was on Steam, and he looked me up on Steam. My username is Shut Your Trap, and uh, he messaged me that way. And so. I'm also on Steam now, so my username is Jared Morgs. Amazing how we keep it the same. We try. <laughs> we try. Yeah. So go hit us up. Have a yeah, chat. Please do. We we enjoy it, and we enjoy communicating with you guys and uh, letting you know what's what's what, what we think, and uh, it's a good immediate way to see what's happening all right that being said thanks for listening folks we will be back uh next week who knows talking about what but it's going to be pinball related i guarantee that yes until then bye-bye bye wizardamusement.com the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods easy to install totally unique mention blockade podcast for 10 percent off your order wizardamusement.com sales restoration customization
Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favourite podcast hosting service that Blue Arcade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening and play some pinball.